this is Angela Hauser with your Disclosure News Online nightly newscap. Designed for those who want an audio roundup and recap of the highlighted stories of the past 24 hours, it's Thursday, we're in the home stretch of production, and so here's your newscap for the evening of February 5th, 2015. The two teens who went missing from their high school in Lawrenceville Monday have not returned to Illinois due to local charges where they ended up. However, sources close to the case have advised that both teens are also going to be facing significant charges once they are returned to their home state. Caleb Galleon, 18, and Chloe Case, 15, went missing Monday after school in Lawrenceville, and alerts were sent up. One for a juvenile runaway the next day when members of the families learned that the two had traveled to Perryville, Missouri. However, Facebook references to the two were seen by a friend of Galleon's. This again, according to sources close to the kids, and this friend tipped off Galleon, who then left with Case from a motel where they were staying in Perryville while on the way to Texas. Sources advised that the Center for Missing and Exploited Children, as well as local law enforcement, reportedly had asked for such Facebook messages to stop. However, well-meaning family were concerned about the whereabouts of the two, and social networking was ablaze with information about them. This, said one source, made it difficult for law enforcement to set a trap for the two. It remains unclear the circumstances of their apprehension and arrest in Texas, but apparently they were trying to meet up with a particular individual who was keeping an eye out for notifications online regarding the two kids. They were ultimately found yesterday afternoon, Wednesday, February 5th, about midday, 3 to 3.30 p.m., in the Dallas, Texas area. Both are being held on different charges there. Galleon is being charged in Hunt County, Texas, with underage possession of alcohol, failure to yield, and possession of brass knuckles. Local charges being considered against Galleon may include grand theft, auto, weapons, charges, theft, and forgery. It's unclear what case may be facing, as she is a juvenile and likely will be charged as one. More will be made available as it comes in. Keep watching! Or be sure to pick up a copy of the next print edition, which goes on stands next Tuesday, February 10th, and is available here at the site by E-Edition, beginning at 8 p.m. Monday night. An Illinois Department of Corrections inmate at Vianna Correctional, transferred to its sister facility of Shawnee Correctional in Johnson County, was found dead in his cell Monday, following what authorities are considering a suicide. The name of the inmate has not been released, pending notification of next of kin, but IDOC spokesperson Tom Scher has confirmed that it was a 19-year-old male serving a four-year sentence in Vianna for residential burglary out of Cook County. Scher reported that the inmate was transferred to Shawnee after an incident occurred at Vianna Monday, February 2, 2015, in the late afternoon when the inmate shoved a correctional officer. He was issued a disciplinary ticket, as there is to be no contact with officers, at any IDOC institution. Before being transferred to Shawnee, Cher said the inmate met with a counselor but refused to discuss the incident with that counselor, as is his right to do. Upon transfer to Shawnee, the inmate was placed as an individual in a cell, meaning there was no cellmate, meaning no one observed what happened next. The inmate was provided his evening meal and he ostensibly consumed it, returning an empty tray when it came time to pick it up. Then a mail clerk and correctional officer came around a short time later to deliver mail, and upon arrival at this inmate's cell, they both discovered his body. The circumstances of the condition the inmate was found in were not made available. However, Cher said the matter is being investigated as a suicide, and DOC is waiting for the local coroner to conclude toxicology reports before the investigation will be considered complete. Cher did state, however, that there is no foul play suspected, and no one else was involved. 
And another Carbondale public official has been busted. And Carbondale police are scurrying to ensure as few people as possible know about it. However, they're really pushing the limits of the law as it applies to release of arrest reports to media. Carbondale City Councilman Lance Jack, age 44, was the subject of a driving under the influence arrest in the wee hours of Friday, January 30th. Along with that arrest, he was also charged with resisting arrest and other accounts attendant to the DUI stop. The arrest occurred at 2.31 a.m. in the 800 block of West Cherry Street in Carbondale on Friday. However, Interim Police Chief Jeff Grubbs gave the area paper the Southern Illinoisan grief about it earlier in the week and forced them to submit a Freedom of Information Act request, to which Carbondale Police responded today. Carbondale Police denied the, uh, the writer of this article in particular, Molly Parker, produced this article, and she's a pretty good reporter over there. They denied Parker a copy of the arrest report because they said the matter is still under investigation and that its release would, quote, likely interfere with that investigation, end quote. Grubbs also told the Southern that he was, quote, handling release of this case as we would handle any other case, end quote. Seriously, dude has a lot to learn about police work and being responsible for letting the public know. Forcing a paper to file a FOIA on something as basic as a traffic ticket, which is what a DUI is, unless it's aggravated, in which case it's a felony, is way beyond reasonable. Sometimes we're asked to submit a FOIA just to cover the butt of whatever public official we're asking for paperwork from. But a basic DUI arrest with an attendant resisting charge? I'd like to know how many of those were affected in Jackson County that weekend. And how many have been made available to the public almost immediately? I think those other people who were arrested in DUI that weekend could have a case against the local officials for something if their cases were publicized and Lance Jacks wasn't. Oh, and by the way, Councilman Jack, who's been in office far too long in our estimation, since 2003, he had a DUI in Jackson County in 2008, too. Sounds like he might have a problem. And yet, the 20-some percent that turn out to vote keep electing him into office, which is exactly what the problem with Southern Illinois is. And that's it. I'm out of here. More ice cream for me. This has been Angela Hauser with your February 5th Disclosure News Online nightly newscap. Got there. <laughs> okay.